when you're in a business, you don't always see things clearly. And just to have somebody who's like, maybe just think about where your revenue is coming from, if you're doing, you know, these things for the right reasons. And it was just really, it was so helpful just to actually sit down and be like, oh my God, we're killing ourselves doing, saying yes to pretty much everything because you feel you need to and just taking on so many things just because maybe something good will come of it. And I think particularly because we are stretched thin, like with the books and family and stuff, it's been really beneficial to to cut back and streamline and work out where we should be focusing on and what's really important to us. Do you love your business? You should, right? Well, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business Coach podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love by providing tips and tactics, tools, insights, inspiration, all the good stuff to help you actually enjoy running your business. In addition to actionable tips and tactics that you'll be able to execute immediately, you'll also hear from creative small business owners around the world who've been able to sidestep the hustle and build a business that merges their passion with their purpose and provides a profit. I'm your host, Fiona Kalaki, founder of My Daily Business Coach. Let's get going. Hello and welcome to episode 214 of the My Daily Business Coach podcast. My name is Fiona Klacki, I'm your host, and today you're listening to a small business interview. So that is really where I'm interviewing incredible, creative small business owners from around the world at different stages in their business and with all sorts of different services and products and different offers about all sorts of things like how did they get started? Who influences them? What tech platforms do they use? So if you are new to this, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't lose out on any other interview episodes, plus our quick tip episodes that come out every single Tuesday morning, Australian time, or our longer coaching episodes. Before we get stuck in to today's interview with an incredible duo that are super, super creative and doing lots of different things, I wanted to remind you that group coaching is now open for our next intake. This will be the last intake of 2022. So if you are interested in working with me and, you know, nine other incredible small business owners, please make sure you check it out before we, you know, close it. And then we always get emails from people saying, oh, I didn't know it was available. It's available right now. So you can apply over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash group coaching. We do have people from other sides of the world. We have people from other countries outside of Australia. So please don't feel like, oh, I have to only be in Australia to apply. You don't. As long as you've got good internet connection, you are fine. So again, just check out mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash group coaching. And actually today's people being interviewed are from a past group coaching group. So they came to me through group coaching and yeah, I'm just so grateful that we connected. The other thing I want to mention, of course, is to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on the beautiful land on which I am recording this podcast. And that is the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. And as a small business owner, I also pledge to work in ways that really do aid in true equality for our First Nations people. All right, let's get on to today's episode. So today on the podcast, I am joined by the incredible small business owners behind Leaf Supply, and that is Lauren Camilleri and Sophia Kaplan. So as you'll hear in our interview today, Sophia and Lauren didn't know each other before a friend 
hooked them up on kind of like a friend date, basically with a, you guys both like plants, so you should meet. And from there, Leaf Supply was born. And I just love that as a story in general and as, you know, a point of inspiration for anyone listening who's like, yeah, I should take up my friend when they offer to introduce me to somebody. So outside of Leaf Supply, though, Lauren and Sophia both run their own businesses as well. So between them, they've got at least three businesses. And within those, they have multiple things that they do. So they give so many ideas and insights and just realness in today's interview, just really genuine and down to earth about challenges they've gone through, things they've had to overcome, what it's like to work with somebody else. Is it good to have a business partner and how they can complement each other with their skill set? And also how have they continued to grow Leaf Supply while also having these other businesses, young children, all sorts of things. So Lauren Caramilleri is an art director. She's a design obsessive and she's an indoor plant specialist and she has a degree in interior architecture and graphic design in her bones. And so Lauren brought all of that to Leaf Supply, but she's also in her own right. She's actually the creative director of Bell Magazine. So I'm sure lots of people listening well know that as well as obviously the co-founder of Leaf Supply and all the things that they have brought out. So I will link to all of their separate Instagrams as well as the Leaf Supply one. But if you want to connect with Lauren, you can do that at domus underscore botanica, D-O-M-U-S and then underscore B-O-T-A-N-I-C-A. And then the other part of Leaf Supply is Sophia Kaplan. And like Lauren, Sophia has a whole bunch of other things that she does outside of Leaf Supply. And you can find her on Instagram at Sophia underscore Kaplan. And she is a, you know, botanical styling and set designer and she uses local and seasonal produce, but also she is a florist and she has been a florist and floral stylist for so many years and really curates the most stylish plants for leaf supply and for all her clients and events and all sorts of things. So together they are just this incredible dynamic and creative duo. And so when they started leaf supply, they did so purely, as I said, because a friend had kind of set them up on a blind date and they didn't really know exactly what it would become, but it has flourished, literally flourished, bloomed, done all the <laughs> plant puns there, but has become a go-to source for people around the world for inspiration about plants through things like their incredible books, which, as you'll hear in this interview, have sold unbelievably well. And that is putting it as an understatement all over the world. And anyone who's attempted to pull together a book, particularly a book like theirs with a lot of imagery, a lot of different pieces of content, it is a beast. And they have done this now four times because their new book, Bloom, is actually going to be out in October. So of course, we'll link to that as soon as we get a pre-order link in the show notes. But oh my goodness, they are just incredible outside of selling a whole bunch of botanical wares and, you know, things like pots and water misters and, and actual plants, especially throughout Sydney and New South Wales in Australia. They also have their books, but they also are brand content creators as well. And they've worked with huge brands on content creation and they just have that knack. You know, those people that you meet and they just have this knack for making everything look beautiful. And they're also those type of people that you meet that just do not understand how good they actually are. And they, because I guess they maybe take it for granted, this creativity that they've got, they both just have in spades. And so today we talk about, you know, how do they keep on top of everything as well as, you know, their own work outside of Leaf Supply how did they build it? How did they get through, you know, the challenges of COVID? Also, how did they get a book deal? Like, how do you go from being super interested in plants and working in creative direction and also, you know, plant styling and floristry through to, you know, creating these 
major best-selling books and being able to do four in a really <laughs> relatively short period of time. So we cover all of that and more in today's interview. It was my absolute pleasure to ask Lauren and Sophia onto this podcast. I first got introduced to them. I had actually been following them, I think, on Instagram and just thought they were amazing. And then they applied for group coaching a couple of years ago and they went through the group coaching program and it was just such a, they were always such wonderful contributors to the conversation. They had so much knowledge to give and also just really humble in everything that they had created. But I hope by the end of it, they were, you know, really excited and a bit more confident in really putting themselves out there because what they have to offer is second to none. It's amazing. So again, we'll link to all of their details in the show notes, which you'll be able to find at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 214. But here it is, my interview with the wonderful Lauren and Sophia of Leaf Supply. Hello, Lauren and Sophia. Welcome to the podcast. How are you both feeling today? Hello, Fiona. Thank you so much for having us. We're very excited to be here talking to you. Yeah, it's awesome to be on your podcast. We love listening to it. So it's nice to to star on it. No, it's an honor. (laughs) Thank you so much. So I'm sure loads of people know about Leaf Supply, but for those who don't, can you talk us through a little bit about why you started the business, who started the business, and you know, was it both of you at the same time? And yet, how did you come up with the name as well? It's such a cool one. So Leaf Supply as a business has probably evolved over, definitely evolved over the years since we started. So to sort of become a hub for all things indoor plant related. So we've got our online indoor plant and botanical wear store, which is based in Sydney, where we both are. And then additionally, we are the authors of three soon-to-be-four books. And then another part of the business is sort of creating content with brands that we love. So yeah, at the core of it, really, it's that we love plants and we want everybody else to love plants too. And yeah, how long have we been around now? Because Lauren and I got set up originally on a blind sort of plant date by a mutual (laughs) friend who said, you guys both love plants. You should meet up. So we met at a coffee shop and it was it was interesting. We both had a similar idea for a business. And that wasn't the intention of the meetup. It was just sort of to talk about us. But we had totally. a similar idea and then we decided it would be better to do it together. What year was that, Lauren? So I think it was early 2016 that we had that little date. Yes, yeah, so and then it was a, a year of planning. Yeah. It was. Yeah, we launched in the December of that year. So it was, Yeah. It's been nearly five years, I guess. Now is that five or six years? There you go. Wow! Oh my gosh, your baby's off to school at that age. Yeah, totally. your business baby. And so, have you ever said, like, have you ever, have you, who's this person that put you on a blind date? Are you like, oh my god, you changed our lives? <laughs> yeah, yeah she's Louise. pretty proud of herself. Yeah, Lou. <laughs> Shout out to Lou. Yeah. Oh, that is so nice. And so. One of the things that comes up a lot with people that I work with, or or just people that I'm coaching and they're kind of like, oh, I'd love to bring on a business partner or my sister's really interested or my cousin or my best friend. And so because you, I'm assuming then that you both started the business or did one of you start the business and I know you both started the business. You both started. Yeah. yeah. And so what has that been like to have this business partnership like with a friend and what are some of the pros and cons? Because I think a lot of people would love to do it. A lot of people have done it and it hasn't worked out. So, you know, congratulations that you're still going five years on. But yeah, (laughs) what are the sort of pros and cons around friendship and business? Well, I guess we weren't friends at the beginning. Maybe that plays into it as well. We we have become friends over the years, of course. But yeah, that blind date was the first time we'd met and it wasn't that much after that point that we actually started the business. So yeah, we've definitely 
developed a friendship in that time. I don't think we would still want to be in this business if we didn't like each other and get along well. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I remember getting some advice from my friend Angel, who's got this very successful catering and organic food business in France, actually. She said, don't have a business partner, do it yourself. You have to split the profits. You have to split, you know, the creative side of things and you will never get your way all the time. But I am actually so grateful that we did this together because I just don't think we would have the capacity to do it on our own. And also we bring two very different skill sets to the business, I guess. Lauren is an incredible creative director, has done all the branding. The name, Leaf Supply, she came up with that. L.S. Lauren Sophia. It all sort of ties in. Oh, I never thought of L.S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she came up with that one, I was like, yeah, this is this is perfect. And she's also got an interior design. Is that right? Interior, No, interior architecture kind of background. Background, yeah. yeah. Magazine. So she's got this incredible aesthetic and attention to detail. And I'm more production-based, so I came from working in um, advertising, basically doing production sort of stuff. And I'm quite hands-on. I'm also a florist, so I like getting my hands dirty and going out to the nurseries. And so we, br- we bring two very – and also I love working with other brands, so doing the collaborative stuff. I love – I really feed off that. So we, we kind of take the lead, I guess, in different areas of the business. But we do still run pretty much everything by each other. We don't necessarily have total autonomy, but it doesn't feel no. like a drag. You kind of want the other person's opinion and – I think it's really helpful to have that person to bounce ideas off and to run things by and like as well as having sort of two totally different skill sets. I think we also have fairly different personalities in some ways, but they balance each other quite well. Like I think so, so great at just like jumping onto things straight away. She doesn't like, she would just be like, no, let's just get this done right now. Whereas I'm like, let's just think about it and I'll just have a bit of a play and I'll, and you know, she's just like, no, let's just get this done. (laughs) Totally. And that it's a good balance because sometimes like me saying, let's just take a step back and think about this is, is a good balance to that. But then other times it's like, no, we'll just be faffing around for hours if it's up to me. So it's that, yeah, not just skills, but also personality, I think complements each other quite well, which is really useful. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice watching you two, like, you know, love bomb each other. It's it's such a lovely thing to see. And so because when you said not like, oh, we weren't friends, (laughs) don't get it twisted. No, but like (laughs) because you started with a business in mind, did you like even though you you have such, you know, complementary strengths and and now you've sort of figured it out and how it can all run well, but at the very start when you first had those few meetings and you were planning it out, did you think you'll do this and I'll do this? Was it as clear cut as she'll do the branding and I will go and, you know, deal with all the plant suppliers? A little bit in the beginning, I think. And certain roles that we take on have kept the whole way through, like often, um, except when we've been on different maternity leaves and that sort of thing. And we, the other person sort of steps up, but certainly, yeah, like in the beginning, particularly when we were starting and I was doing some of the branding stuff. And so if was, you know, looking for ceramicists or, you know, going out to nurseries and that definitely was something that, that that's how it sort of played out in the beginning. And then, I don't know, it has, how do you think it's evolved? So if you think it's pretty well, yeah, much- I think that was out of necessity in a way. I mean, I, I know visually what I like and what I don't like, but I have no idea how to use Photoshop or InDesign or anything like that. And you definitely know so much more about branding. So that just made sense. There was no way I was going to be like, oh, I'll take the lead of this one. No. <laughs> and I, and also as a florist, I have a van. So it's, it was end up being quite practical for me to be the one going out to the nurseries. To I mean, we did it a lot. We did it together a lot in the beginning. We did. But as yeah. things progressed and it just became a bit 
too time consuming for both both of us to do it, I guess. It became more me. So yeah. But then you're out of the nurseries and you'll often be like sending me photos and totally. be like, hey, what do you think of this? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like that plan or, you know, have they got this? So, yeah, it's it's still been pretty collaborative oh, through all of those yeah. things. I'd say with the design, you always run stuff by me. and Yeah. Totally. Oh, I just want to come and work where you are. You're so like friendly. And <laughs> We're making it sound so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Lauren, you touched on it before when you said maternity leave and I'd love to know, you know, the last few years have been very up and down for a lot of companies and you guys are in a, in a business that, you know, well, I'll let you talk about how it went because you've got lots of things happening in the business, but you both also had children during, well, I know Lauren, your child is the same age as mine child. So on the cusp of COVID. Just before. Yeah. But then Sophia, you had a child, you know, right in the middle of it. And so, yeah, just wondering like how has COVID impacted and is it still impacting your business? Did you find more people were coming to you because they wanted more nature in their homes and people were sort of stuck indoors? Or do you feel like it didn't? Yeah, how did, how's COVID sort of impacted the business and motherhood again? Well, with, with the babies, it was kind of like book, baby, book, baby. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, with a little baby attached to you, you know, at the shoots and whatever. But in terms of COVID, we actually had the biggest spikes by huge numbers that we than what we were normally doing. So it was big business time for us. And I remember when the first lockdown happened or when COVID first arrived, and this is a good example of Lauren being like, hang on, let's just step back. Cause I was like <laughs> freaking out. I was like, we have to shut the business right now today, close it down. No one can go in there. It's too dangerous. Da, da, da. Oh, and no. it's not a danger. It's not a dangerous environment by any means, our warehouse or our studio, because it's usually just one person in there packing orders generally. And it's a big space and you know, it's not, it's not, <laughs> It's not a super spreader kind of environment, but I freaked out and Lauren was like, let's just take it one day at a time. The government's, you know, not telling us we need to stop right now. So let's just, you know, take it slowly and check in with our staff as well. If they were comfortable, which we did and they were. But yeah, that was a good example of that. But it has been really busy. All of the lockdowns, there was huge spike. And that was when I had the last lockdown was when I just had my second boy, Otis, and I was sitting at home and you're just breastfeeding constantly and I was watching, you know, I, you know, I've still got the app on my phone, watching the Shopify orders coming in and I was like, I, I want to help, I want to be there because I'm just sitting here, you know, stuck to this chair for so many hours of the day. So I was like, whatever I can do from my phone, I was contributing in whatever way I could, I guess. And I think COVID as well as obviously there was really positive things, like definitely great to get a boost and I think lots of people in that home where the um, area found that and particularly online found that that was a really strong, strong thing. I think there were definitely, you know, hardships or things that made it hard to run the business as well. Like logistics were really hard. Couriers were really a difficult, like a huge challenge for us securing couriers. And so as well as there being like it being super busy and being great, then you're sort of scrambling to make that work in a much harder environment, I guess, to make sure you're getting all your orders out and you're not upsetting any customers because you can't keep up with demand. And so I guess balancing those really busy times with the not so busy times, you're trying to scale up, but then when things quieten down, how do you sort of ride that roller coaster? So I think it's been, yeah, challenging in that in that sense, even though it's been great to have some super busy times. Oh my goodness, you guys don't do things in halves, like when you were like, baby, book, baby, book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And so congratulations, firstly, for doing so well through, and like not just doing so well, because I don't want to seem insensitive to anyone who's listening, whose business has not done so well during the COVID, right. during COVID but just surviving it. And also, 
good on you, Lauren, for saying, let's not panic too much. You know, <laughs> let's not throw away everything we've done. But I totally hear you, Sophia, because I, I literally remember sitting on our living room floor crying and going, this is the end of everything. Like it felt like you were watching Handmaid's Tale at the start. It was yeah. just... well, it was such an unknown, wasn't it? Like yeah. you just didn't know what was going to come of it. It was really scary. It was really scary. So good on you for getting through it. But um, I also wanted to ask, because maybe what helped you through it in some way is that you have both had other businesses and you touched on that before, as well as Leaf Supply. So I'm just wondering when did Leaf Supply turn into something that was not just a kind of fun side project with this, you know, friend of a friend that I've been introduced to? And when did it become the front runner? And is it the front runner? And do you still have the other businesses? And yeah, I'll let you answer those first before I keep adding more and more questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not 100% sure that it is still our front runner at this, at this point. We both do have other stuff that we but we actually love to do. So Soph is a florist, a really good florist, and I am a creative director. And so, and I really enjoy that. And I think while that struggle of like, okay, we're spreading ourselves thin, obviously doing those other things as well, but we do enjoy those other things and they do bring benefit to the business, I guess, in some ways as well. I think, you know, Soph might get jobs through her floristry business that are more appropriate for leaf supply and my connections to the publishing world has been really helpful or my design skills, you know. So I think we're at a point where we probably will make, be, get a bit more solid about what is the front runner or where things are at, but we're probably, we haven't necessarily done that quite yet. There are certain periods where leaf supply takes up a huge amount of our time, particularly when we're writing and producing the books. That's always a, a really time consuming thing. But yeah, I think at the moment we do still have other things and, and that feeds into this business as well. Yeah, I don't have plans to, I really enjoy the floristry and the sort of set design aspect of my life. And I like having multiple things in my life. I think I would get bored if it was just one or just other. I like the flexibility of both of them as well. As much as, you know, leaf supply stuff has to get done, we have staff in there day to day doing the distribution and the potting and everything like that. So there is flexibility in sort of both jobs, I suppose, or both businesses, which I really appreciate. But yeah, I love flowers. I love plants. I don't really want to lose that, that side of things either. So I guess finding a way for them to both run well. And I definitely, I think both of us wish we could give more time to leave supply. I mean, it, it functions well. And I think, it, you know, it operates quite happily the way it is. But we did do some business coaching and, then, you know, looked at all these great ways we could grow it. And we have done some of that, absolutely. But we know that there's so much more that we could tap into if we just had the time, I guess, to, to give it that energy. And I think too, we we wanted the business. We always knew that we both wanted to have families and that kids would always be part of the equation. And so we tried to create something that would be flexible and that could, depending on what we had else had we had going on in our lives, we could sort of make the business work around that, which is in some ways is great, but in other ways means that maybe we then would let things slide for the business so that we could focus on those personal things. But that was it's a purposeful thing, I guess. And it's yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been it's creating something that works for us and what we what else we have going on in our lives I guess oh my goodness and you have so many things going on and so <laughs> are you saying that in coaching you were like okay you and so I'm going to put you on the spot is there if you're comfortable but how do you two then communicate do you are you just like 
rapidly texting each other every single day? Like, do you use yes. WhatsApp? Do you pretty much? <laughs> yeah, because how do you keep on top of everything? It's like I think I've often said we talk to each other more than our partners. I mean, we do live with our partners, so <laughs> yeah. often, in your case, yeah, we we're constantly texting. I mean, there might be quieter periods, of course, but yeah, there's a lot of texting late at night. And yeah, we do. We have a, a WhatsApp group with our two staff members as well who are in the studio, and so yeah, there is a, a constant stream of of messages going to to update each other and emails and phone calls and you know. <laughs> All the things. All the things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so you touched on before that it can get particularly, like, busy when you are working on a book and you guys are huge authors. And I'm not saying that lightly. I have worked in book publishing, but also I have been privy to your sales numbers and they are out of this world. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you two don't realise how gigantic they are, particularly for Australia, but anywhere in the world. Like, you guys are doing so well. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would love to know how did the books happen? And I guess because you have said, you know, we have these other businesses, plus we do this, plus we're both moms, plus the, you know, plus, 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 plus. How do you actually find the time to create them while juggling everything and staying true to your values? Yeah, the book came along very unexpectedly. It wasn't, we definitely didn't set out to become book authors. I think we could both agree on that. Like it was quite early on in our business you know, having started Leaf Supply and we were approached by an old colleague of mine. One of my first jobs was in at Murdoch Books in book publishing and he was an editor at the time. He's now a, pu- a publisher of his own company and at the time he wanted to do an indoor plant book and he knew that I was doing Leaf Supply with Soph and had sort of seen what we were doing and knew that I could design it or you could photograph it, trusted us to write it even though we'd never really written anything and we just like, it was an opportunity that we could not say no to. Like we were both just sort of gobsmacked that it would even had even come up. But at the time we definitely did it thinking, okay, we're probably, we might sell a couple of copies, but this is really just like a cool thing to do. It's great for brand recognition and like credibility and exposure and all of those things. I said to Soph, like, we are going to work. This is going to take up so much time and we're probably not going to make any money, but let's just like do it. But also the components of the bookmaking, the writing and the shooting, we love doing those things. So Absolutely. It wasn't like a, I mean, yes, it was very consuming, but it wasn't like a chore to do it. You know, we both enjoy the process. Mm, yes. yeah. Totally. But we definitely went into it thinking, you know, who knows where this is going to lead? Like, you know, and so yeah. it, it was the biggest shock really that people bought it. <laughs> Would you agree? So <laughs> I think it was just like, I can't even believe that it's in, they're selling it in China and the US and all through Europe and it's been translated. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. I was saying that before we jumped on and hit record. Like I have seen it like everywhere. It's in the supermarket, like the fancy supermarkets, not the standard. You know, it's in like the nice (laughs) fancy supermarkets. It's in like the beautiful homeware stores. It's in the big retailers. Like it is everywhere. You guys are doing so, so well. Oh, thank you. I think, was it at the launch of the first book or the second? I can't remember. And Paul Paul said at the launch, Paul from Smith Street, our publisher, he said, okay, should we do another? And we're like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, 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 let's do that because it is such a good opportunity that, you know, you don't want to turn that opportunity down. But, it, yeah, it was, and, and now we've just finished our fourth book. You know, we've just finished writing and hit send to the printer on that. So we're waiting for our author copies now, which is exciting. It and is it's become exciting. this... Yeah, as Lauren said, like completely unexpected part of our careers that we really enjoy doing and seems to be, yeah, seems to people seem to love too, which is great. 
And I think we have gotten better at it. We've really, you know, streamlined our processes and we're, you know, even we're, yeah, we're just better at doing it. So even though it is still time consuming, I think, and also off the back of the previous ones that have done well, it's easier to find people perhaps who want to be photographed in our books and that sort of stuff. So the process has gotten easier over the years, but yeah, it is still a juggle. I know my, my partner's sort of like every time I speak about a new book, he sort of starts shaking and <laughs> curling up in the fetal position. But also on that, on that, Lauren, everyone we've asked to either shoot the book or, and we've worked with some amazing photographers, Louisa Brimble, Jackie Turk, and more recently Becca Crawford, They've all said yes without hesitating. All of the people that we've asked to shoot, like around the world as well, because we've shot in New York and not us personally flying there, sadly. No, sadly. um, In in Berlin and New York, um, where else? London, yeah. Various places. They've all said yes. So I think, you know, we sort of work up the courage to email someone to ask if they want to be involved, sort of expecting them to say no. And then they say yes, and it's an incredible feeling. But I guess maybe in terms of who we've asked, we've become more and more adventurous in, yeah, who, we're, who we put the, you know, feelers out to, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Again, I'm going to put you on the spot with another question. <laughs> so, like, when I when I published my book, which is nowhere near as big as your book, but it's it's a book and, you know, well, yay to us mums. It's a very popular book. <laughs> Don't downplay it. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, but I, I had worked in book publishing and I was very clear in, to myself that this is a PR exercise. Like you said, it's a good thing for brand recognition. No one makes any money from books, et cetera, et cetera. You guys have sold a lot, so I'm assuming that you have made money. But outside of that, I saw it as a real gateway for people to understand a bit more about me and then come in and do coaching or group coaching or buy my products. And that's exactly what it's done. Like it's done its job. And I do still work with sometimes with people or hear from people who send a DM going, oh yeah, I just want to write a book. And then my business is sorted. Like everything will come off that book. And I've had to say, well, you know, in Australia, at least very few people make money from books outside of the actual advance that you get. And so I'm wondering, don't worry, I'm not going to ask about the money, but have the books led to more like sales at Leaf Supply, do you think, or more of you two being hired? Or do you think the books are the books in their own space and they haven't actually led to, you know, sales in the business? Well, we actually have most of our sales in the US. Book sales. Book sales, yeah. sorry. Oh, and wow. our business, our Leaf Supply service plant-wise, we service Sydney and the botanical wares and self-care products we ship Australia-wide. So, I mean, if we ship to America, just, that, would be, <laughs> yeah. that might, there might be more payoff. But I think, I think to be honest, they're more of a standalone thing. I'm sure that they, you know, and we do say in the other book, the, the title of the first book is Leaf Supply and the other books we say, you know, written by Lauren and Sophia of Leaf Supply. But I'm not sure that people necessarily make the connection that that well I don't know no I mean it's definitely in terms of our like I guess social media community it's helped us build that but again that is a very international sort of group now thanks to the books which doesn't necessarily benefit our local sales so yeah I mean I think there are definitely have been benefits to the business in terms of maybe the publicity that we've got locally from the books which would lead to sales and that sort of thing but in some ways well, just making us seem like seem like I guess we are totally. more authoritative <laughs> yeah. figures within within the realm of plants, indoor plants. And I guess we haven't really touched on it yet, but you know, our ethos as a business and individuals as well is that we love plants so much, and we want other people to be able to experience that as well. And sharing that knowledge and yeah. sort of yeah, empowering people to know. Yeah, to to look after plants well, to accept some plants die, all of that. And so I guess it's a vehicle for for that to, to sort of 
share that love and encourage people to find that love for plants as well. So I guess it's, yeah, it kind of has to come back to the business in some way. Totally. And I think, you know, even from doing our mentoring and our group coaching with you, Fiona, you sort of tried, really made us think about the business. You know, sometimes we were just describing it as like an online plant store, but it's like, no, like you guys have, you do the books and you do this. And so I think that's where we've come to think of it more as a hub because it's not just one thing or the other. It's not just the books. It's not just, and we're not just selling plants to people. We want to create a community and share the love and the education. And that's more about what Leaf Supply is. And it's, it's a bigger than just a, being an online store. Oh, I love that so much. And thank you for being so honest and, and transparent with the book stuff because I do think sometimes people see a book as that's the end to all my problems in the same way that they see, like, if I could just get the Instagram algorithm to like me, I'm like <laughs> yeah. going to be a millionaire <laughs> overnight. And so you mentioned, you know, quite rightly that Leaf Supply is all about everything to do with plants across all sorts of different channels. And so one of the parts of the business that you do really, really well is brand collaborations and partnerships. And you have worked with some huge names. And I guess, I don't know, should we just do a shout out to anyone in the US? Uh, you can still do <laughs> brand collaborations. You don't have to That's necessarily true, yeah. get plant delivery. Yeah, it's very true. And so I'm wondering, again, people are always wanting to do this and collaboration is huge. And I often talk to people in marketing as well that, you know, collaboration is a huge thing that people don't tap into enough. How have your brand partnerships come about? And is there a dream brand that you would love to work with? I guess they've come about pretty organically so far. Like people tend to approach us. If there's a, you know, a botanical serum or a, you know, there's a or there's a natural element to the product. We work with homewares. We've done some great work with Koala. We really like working with them. Yeah, sort of homewares brands, skincare brands, and yeah, I guess. Finding those nice tie-ins also from for brands that share the same ethos or values as us and sort of have that link. You know, lots of people are getting are getting into plants across the board and I think brands as well are seeing the benefit of, of bringing plants into their the way they do things, the way they shoot things or, yeah, so there have been some really nice sort of organic collaborations, I guess. Organic. Yes. Organic, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I mean, dream brands, it's a hard question. You don't want to reach too, you know, it's like finding someone with a similar, you know, guess level of brand. I don't know. It's a hard mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of brands we love and, okay. you know. Maybe I'll read, I'll, I'll say which brands do you love? Because, yes, don't want to put you on a thing and then you'll be like, oh, no, now we've like made this brand. So really <laughs> we put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like I'm in the interiors realm and brands, Australian brands like Jardin do beautiful furniture and, you know, like local skincare brands go to have always been a huge inspiration just from the way they do everything right. You know, Zoe mm-hmm. is that. I'm such a fangirl and I just think, you know, their marketing, the way they, their tone of voice, everything is so great um, and they take, they sort of have fun with things and I, we really like that sort of aspect of their brand and, you know, we've thought maybe it'd be great to partner with a gin company, Archie Rose, Ooh. Botanical Gin. Yeah. <laughs> there's lots of, there's a few ideas out there that we've got. Aesop as well, they always do great in Yeah, beautiful stuff. Installations, in-store installations. I think that could be kind of something kind of fun for Leaf Supply to do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So anyone who's listening, come on. <laughs> give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hook you up. And <laughs> yeah. so a lot of people, you know, like Lauren, you just mentioned you're in the interior space. And I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast and who I work with are also in that sort of design creative space. I mean, both of you are. And so you seem to always be giving so much of this 
on your socials and in your business, you know, you're in both, in all three of the businesses, really, like you're really giving away creativity all the time. And so I'm just wondering, where do you each get your inspiration from? And also, if I can add to that, because I'm always stacking my questions, (laughs) is did you both come from creative families? Like, how did you both have the desire and then the than the belief to go into these creative industries as a job? Well, I guess starting with that question. So it's not something that I ever really thought about when I was growing up that I that I, my family was creative. My mom is a teacher. My dad was a computer engineer, but actually my dad is super creative and my mom is too. She's a really good writer and my dad is actually a ceramicist. So he makes pots for us and he has yeah collaborated so with cool. us a number of times. Yeah, wow. and like initially when I started another sort of plant business, that was the idea that my dad and I would sort of create some pots and I would sell them online with some plants. And so I never, I didn't think of it at the time, but absolutely I I was inspired by him. And he's one of those freak creatures who is not only creative, but also has that really logical mathematical side down. So he's that great balance, which I definitely am not, but yeah, I definitely think having, having parents who are creative, it, it, it has inspired me, I guess, to be in a creative field for sure. How about your, you, Soph? My mum's a psychologist and my dad's in the not-for-profit sector. So, yeah, not not outwardly creative, but they were incredibly encouraging of us as kids to try everything. And then once I did find something that I really liked, the flowers and nature and gardening and plants, they, yeah, they gave me all the support, I guess, to to follow that and try try out different things within that realm travel go to gardens around the world and yeah I've been incredibly supportive I guess to like allow me the space to pursue it oh good one both parents how amazing like starting point what a privilege like to have those people around you absolutely it's pretty pretty daunting yeah to to take that leap to something like this so yeah they've been and through the books as well they've been so good at taking care of the kids and yeah so supportive Thank God for grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so then where does your, you know, where do you source other inspiration from outside of your parents? Well, certainly, I mean, less so in the past few years, but travel, as so mentioned, was a huge one for both of us. We've both done a fair bit of traveling. And I know for me, books, magazines, I mean, social media, yes, as well. Absolutely. Instagram and Pinterest, I think, are big art galleries, visiting art galleries and botanical gardens and massive inspiration for us particularly on the plant side of things yeah there's lots of places that we get inspiration and I love when I find inspiring pictures on other people's Instagram pages and we just want to share that as well so it's like you find a great image you're like yes our community would love this so this is perfect for us to share as well yeah I think that's for me travel travel or even just around you know Sydney going to gardens going to the flower market I'm there I mean a bit less so at the moment after I just had my last little baby but you know, I'm usually there once a week or ish for, for flower work and seeing the incredible seasonal blooms and talking to the growers is amazing. And they've got plants out there as well. And then going to the nurseries, that's always, I mean, they're lovely. The, all the nursery men and women are amazing. And just really? seeing, you know, the plants that they're selling, but they've also got these corners where they're growing the stock plants or just special things for themselves or things are overgrown on the ground. And it's just quite magical. And that's, yeah, that's very inspiring. It is. The air, the crisp air inside a greenhouse, like filled to the brim with plants. There's sort of nothing better than that. So beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. I'm going to go to a flower market one day when I can get up really early. <laughs> really like, early? Like crack 4 a.m. or 3 a.m. or something. It opens at 5, but I oh, would okay. say as a, as a 
non-florist punter, you could probably get there at six happily. Oh wow. Oh, okay. better to avoid the five AM rush, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should do it. It's just it's in Homebush, it's not far. Oh no, you're in Melbourne. Oh, you're a bit far from Melbourne. <laughs> Pretty far. <laughs> there is one in Melbourne and it's it does open earlier, you're right. And I think it's a little bit further out of town so mm, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, have have a look I'll, I'll give you a tour of the Sydney one if you come up here. <laughs> that would be so fun oh my gosh you'd, another revenue stream totally. yeah <laughs> no honestly I just think oh I would love to have a look at that stuff I'm so inspired by nature you know I autumn is my favorite season by far and I just love looking around at all the different colors and the leaves and it's just even right now I'm literally so blessed to be able to look straight up into all these gum trees and it's just you live in such a beautiful spot it's gorgeous yeah it's I'm very very lucky and so obviously you have helped lots of people and with all sorts of things that they're doing and I'm sure so many people found a lot of joy through your products and your books especially during COVID and when they were you know alone or in their own small space and so who has helped you build your business any mentors or coaches or a mantra or a film or a book or something that's really helped you well at the very beginning we had some family friends of me Sophia Anthony and Louise Loopy who were very kind and gave their time they built a business a successful business of their own and I'm not sure if they'd done coaching before I can't remember or they just can't remember yeah out of the goodness of their heart we had a few sessions with them working through a business plan things like an exit strategy all of these things are like we've never heard of that you know stuff to us and basic stuff to us but also just brainstorming with us and giving us that sort of space to figure out what we wanted to wanted it to look like and then Ariella a friend of mine she moved back from New York she was a bit of a loose end of trying to figure out what her next move was and I remember thinking I'd love to ask her to come help us for a little bit but I don't yeah, again, it's that whole thing. You just don't have confidence. We're too little. Really. Yeah. And she offered. She said, do you want me to come and just like put a little bit of time into leaf supply? And so she did. And it was incredible because she's she just all our operations. She cleaned them right up. Dreamlined they, us. Yeah, they were not, not the most efficient. She really <laughs> sorted that out. And she's just got so much energy and works with a lot, do, does a lot of collaborative stuff now. She works for Unyoked at the moment. Oh, nice with the cameras. Yeah, so kind of the startup world mm, as well. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. So she she was brilliant. Well, she left us to work for Un- Unyoked, which is totally fine and fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty amazing to have have her come in and sort of just you know sort us out basically. And then obviously, Fiona. <laughs> we, did, we did our group coaching with you. And I did that ask you the question. Too, like, no <laughs> question where you can tell me how great I am. No, no, but it it was a, a really it was a game changer for us. In even just as we were talking about before, like when we came to you and we're like, and we do this and this and this and and you're like, mm, maybe that's too many things. And it really was. There's just when you're in a business, you don't always see things clearly. And just to have yeah. somebody who's like, maybe just think about where your revenue is coming from, if you're doing, you know, these things for the right reasons. And it was just really, it was so helpful just to actually sit down and be like, oh my God, we're killing ourselves doing, saying yes to pretty much everything because you feel you need to or, and just taking on so many things just because maybe something good will come of it. And I think particularly because we are stretched thin, like with the books and family and stuff, it's been really beneficial to to cut back and streamline and work out where our we should be focusing on and what's really important to us, I guess. Yeah, like for the first time on a few things, we properly crunched the numbers. <laughs> like, 
oh, this thing that I don't particularly enjoy doing is also not making us any money. So that's <laughs> yeah. like we just were able to like very comfortably just cross it off the list and say we just won't do that in the future. But also yeah. sit back and think about what aspects of the business we do really like. So the content creation, if there's a better way of putting that, but, you know, or creating content for and with brands, we really enjoy that and it's it isn't maybe as time-consuming as, I mean, there's a lot of thought process that goes into a planning, of course, coming up with the creative ideas. But in terms of shooting, it's sort of like a day of shooting, you know, rather than something that might take a week or two weeks. So like, this is perfect for us. We really enjoy doing this. Yeah, the time to money ratio <laughs> works out quite well. And so, yeah, so we're like, well, we need to put some energy into really making that a good part of the business, which you know, we're working on now. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so helpful just to have someone on the outside, just being a bit of a sounding board and giving you their, you know, sharing their knowledge, amazing knowledge with you. And we've definitely found that really helpful as people that we, you know, we don't have experience in business before we started this business really. So, you know, we're learning, constantly learning. Oh no, it's absolutely my pleasure having you guys in group coaching and how amazing that you had these people that came into your lives and saw what you were doing and were like, hey, I want to help you. But also on the point about Ariella, you know, I think so often we don't want to ask for help because, yeah, we have all these ideas about like limiting stories we've told ourselves, whereas she was like, I'm so excited to help you. And I think so often we forget that if we do ask for help, people want to help, you know, people want to open up and be like, here's my skill set. It could really help you. And that helps them feel good as well. So, yeah, I just think that's a really good reminder for anyone who's listening to reach out if there's somebody in your life who could be like, hey, could you just, you know, help me with this? Or, you know, could I pay you for a couple of hours of your time or do a barter system? Or We had the horticultural consultant. Well, there's a, a friend of ours, Jane Rose Lloyd, who has been horticultural consultant on our last two books. Well, Bloom and Plantopedia, the one that's the one that's not out yet, and Plantopedia. And she was invaluable, so helpful. And, yeah, we've become quite close friends. She's now working on her own book, which is incredibly exciting. And yeah, I was like, I'm, ha- I'm so happy to give you, I'll tell you anything. Like I could be totally transparent about our deal, our, you know, our experiences, everything that we've learned over the four or five years that we've been doing books now. I'm so happy to give that to you. I mean, she's been invaluable to us, helping us with our books as well. But yeah, I was like, I, I yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I was more than happy to give that to her and it's kind of not confidential, it's not necessarily information I'm going to give out on a podcast, our, our um, publishing <laughs> contract. But, you know, like I, yeah, I was more than happy to tell her all of that stuff. And I think it was probably quite useful. I hope it was quite useful for her to have a reference. We've sort of found in the, like moving into this plant world, how generous so many people have been to us with their knowledge, the growers, the people that we've sort of come across from going out to the nurseries and stuff. And we've been so lucky to have been given knowledge from all of these really amazing people for nothing. They've just done it out of the goodness of their hearts. And we've always, you know, felt like it's really important to be generous with giving knowledge back as well. You know, we get so many DMs and emails about people's plants dying and we've always been really happy to respond and to not like supply customers just uh... yeah, often just <laughs> ran, completely random people they've never bought a plant from us before but you know there's really no harm in being generous with the, I mean, you know as, to a certain point you don't want to just give everything away for, for free but I think it's really important to be generous with that sort of stuff because it's you know it's just a nice thing to do and it sort of helps build that community that we're sort of all about it always comes around as well I it does yeah into the world like yeah that positivity it'll come back yeah, and you guys yeah. actually have a learn section on your website with uh, like a little, almost like a mini TV series on 
plant education. <laughs> is that so? Yeah. So there's another thing we will link to in the show notes as well. And P.S. You guys would be amazing on TV. So if anyone's listening, yeah. <laughs> it's like. That's like our dream thing is to have a TV show at one point somehow. Totally. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. One day. What's that house and garden TV? Like it's a HGTV in America HG. that makes all the big ones. So, yeah, just listen out. Just letting you know. Yeah. And so <laughs> what are you most proud of from your journey in this particular business? It's hard not to say the books because I just think like, to be an author, like I think we're still, I don't know, I still haven't really got my head around the fact that we're four times published authors. And that like just blows my mind that we've done that. And so I'm really proud of us for doing that. Like, you know, and the fact that people buy them is just such a huge bonus, but yeah, it's something I never would have anticipated. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of us for that. Yeah. I think I have to agree with you there. That is unexpected and yeah, pleasing. And it is, I mean, whenever we get the author copies, I can't really look through the book. I'm so very, no. very, <laughs> like, flick through flick. It. I'm like, I don't want to notice thanks or anything, but maybe you know six months a year on also I was using plantopedia as a reference for some stuff for writing in bloom you know you know I do I sit down and I remember I think I sent you a message and I was going through indoor jungle and I was like this is a really nice book (laughs) (laughs) we did good you know (laughs) and so yeah I, I agree I think it's this unexpected and like really lovely part of our careers yeah oh I love it and you guys are so humble like a lot of people, I don't want to say your sales numbers because I don't want to go privacy, but like it's a huge, a huge number of people. Like you're like, well, some people have bought our book. Lots of people have bought your book and it's amazing. So con- massive congratulations. Oh, and so you. what is next for you and where can people connect with you? And yeah, what's coming up for Leaf Supply? Well, we're working on a new website. That's something that's um, happening at the moment. So actually we don't have a launch date for that yet, I don't think, Laura. No, we don't, not specifically, but in the next one to two months, I would dare say. <laughs> so that's quite exciting that it's going to be have a bit of a new look and feel and, yeah, we're kind of excited for that. And then yeah. in October, our next book, which is titled Bloom, will be coming out, which is all about flowering plants for indoors and balconies. So that's pretty exciting to get that out into the world and we're going to be coming to, I'm going down to Melbourne in August actually for a houseplant festival to yeah. talk about, so that's quite cool. Yeah. And then what else is going on? In the world of leaf supply. Just keeping on trucking. We're <laughs> <laughs> taking a breath at some stage. Yeah, exactly. We're sort of doing that right now, actually. I think as soon as you put a book to bed, we're a little bit like, ah, and breathe. Yeah, yeah, yes. a little moment, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And are you going to do anything big now that you, you know, you're pros at launching books? Are you doing, is there anything, I don't know, big in mind for October for Bloom and of course we'll link to that in the show notes where you can pre-order and everything else once it's available. Well we'd love to have a little party we were thinking of organized I mean, because our photographer horticultural consultant Jane and Becca I think everyone we shot Sam. Pretty much thanks to COVID we were pretty limited in where we could Everyone was in Melbourne yeah so we might come down to Melbourne for a little party perhaps. Oh yeah Melbourne's where it's at. Yeah and now that COVID's not quite as as limiting to to what we can do I think the publisher as well was sort of talking about it's a it's the time to start doing a few celebrations for these sorts of things because we haven't really had a chance to do that for the books yet so the best place to connect with us is www.leaf-supply.com and we've got a special discount code for all of the listeners of Fiona's lovely podcast which is daily leaf 20 uh, so 20% off 
all of your orders. I think we'll do it for the month of June and July. So yeah, hop on and order a plant if you're in Sydney or um, botanical wear and self-care product if you're around Australia. And also our Instagram is at leaf underscore supply if you want to check us out there. And so thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing all your wisdom and taking time out of your busy schedule with so much going on to share with the audience. I know so many people will be huge fans of you already. And now this will just, you know, make them fall in love with you guys even more. So thank you so much. It's seriously our pleasure. It's been brilliant. Thank you, Fiona. Thank you for having us. You're so welcome. Oh my goodness, such lovely women, like just so down to earth, so honest, so open, so real. They're just absolutely lovely. And I think their attitude and the way they come across is just real. And it's just, it's the same sort of realness and genuineness and awesomeness that you get in their businesses as well. So I would love to know what you took away from that. So many things came up for me. I was scribbling notes as we were talking. But yeah, I would love to know what you took away from it. So please don't be a stranger. You can email us hello at mydailybusinesscoach.com. You can send us a DM at my my Bailey, my daily business coach, or you can connect with, you know, these wonderful people at Leaf Supply. So you can find Leaf Supply over at leaf underscore supply. And we'll link to that in the show notes as well. You can also find them online at leaf hyphen supply. And again, we will link to that in the show notes, which you'll be able to find over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 214. So yeah, two things that really stood out for me from the chat was number one, giving things a go. I love that they talked about kind of this book idea coming up and, you know, just sort of going, this was a great opportunity. Like, let's just go for it. Who knows what will happen, but let's go for it. And from that book, I mean, goodness, so many things have happened and I have seen the numbers and I know I keep referencing them, but they are huge. I have worked in book publishing. I studied book publishing as a postgrad and obviously I've published my own book. Well, my publisher, Heidi Grant has published my book, but I know what, you know, what a good number is and oh my goodness, they are far exceeding that. So I just think they're incredible at what they do. And I loved that they went for it. And then, you know, now they're up to their fourth book, Bloom, which is coming out in October this year. So make sure you look out for that. And the second thing that I thought was just awesome about their story is that a friend introduced them and was like, hey, you guys both like plants. Maybe you should have coffee. I don't think that happens enough. So shout out to their friend who did that, but also shout out to them for actually going ahead and meeting because it can be like a blind date. And everyone knows I've talked about it before, but you know, we all know that Making friends as an adult is hard and making friends when you're a business owner where predominantly you might be spending a lot of time by yourself is also hard, especially if you've got family or you've got other commitments or, you know, you've got other things going on in your life. And so I love that Lauren and Sophia were like, okay, let's like actually do this. And then when they got there, they realized they both do really love plants and maybe they could start a business. And hello, here we are now with Leaf Supply. So I just think that's a great lesson in general for anyone who's listening. So if you, I don't know, maybe it's another parent at school pickup, or maybe it is somebody in your gym who, I don't know, has worn a t-shirt that is like obsessed with the same thing that you are or that your business is about, or maybe you've seen them take out their stationery that's like really coded and you're like, oh my goodness, we are like twins. Or it could be somebody you used to go to school with or somebody you once worked with and just connect because it takes 
so much time like thinking about gosh it would be nice if I could meet someone like this or I would have a friend in the same industry or you know all sorts of things and yet we probably don't you know proactively seek them but also when people say to us oh you should meet my cousin they're really into that as well you know maybe just go and meet (laughs) and you never know what is going to happen from that so I loved that they talked about yeah we kind of had a blind date and we went from there and, and also, you know, kudos to them to actually, it's one thing to like go on a, you know, go on a date and go on a coffee chat and say, I really like it. We should start a business. Yeah. And it's another to give it the time that it needed, which they said was about a year to get everything in place, to get the plans in place, to figure out how it's all going to work and then launch it. Like what an awesome thing. So if you're listening to this and there's somebody that has said to you, you should chat with that person just go and do it, make it happen, send a text, send an email, send whatever you need to do and just make it happen. And especially now when things are, you know, opening up or opened up in various places around the world, it's a really good opportunity to meet with people. I know that my very first client for my daily business coach was a friend of somebody in my family. And they had said, they had said numerous times, oh, I'd love to talk to you about marketing. I'd love to talk to you about social media. And I just, you know, you know how you are, you're busy, you've got a job, you've got kids, you've got whatever, and you make all these excuses. And then I thought, no, when I wanted to start my business, I really thought, you know what, he's asked multiple times. And we went, I remember exactly where we went, <laughs> the cafe that we went to, and we talked and chatted and nutted it out. And then we met, you know, a few more times. And then I met other people in his company. And yeah, that was, that was basically a really great leg up to, to quit the job that I was in, because I, I knew that I had that client, you know, booked in for six months. And so just, I don't know, let Lauren and Sophia's introduction and journey to each other be an inspiration to you. So again, if you would like to connect with Leaf Supply, you can do that on Instagram at leaf underscore supply. You can also find them at leaf-supply.com. And of course, they are so kind and gave a discount code to anyone who's listening to this. So if you would like to buy anything from them, including their books, you can just put in the discount code dailyleaf20 and we'll link to that in the show notes as well. And I think that is valid until the end of July, 2022. So definitely check stuff out and yeah nab yourself a discount as well. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this useful, I would love it so much. If you could share it on social media, make sure you tag at my daily business coach and leaf supply so that we can see, you know, what you thought of it, what you like about it. And if you have time and you are interested, I would love it so, so much. If you might leave a review for us, you can do that on Apple. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it on all the places that you listen these days. So it just really helps us get found by other small business owners. And who knows, maybe there's somebody out there who just really, really needs to hear what Lauren and Sophia have been talking about today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Coach podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that at mydailybusinesscoach.com or hit me up on Instagram at mydailybusinesscoach.com.